at SFM Radio and at Stephen Grutus on Twitter. Well, finally, confirmation on Friday. Dan Murakane will take over as the new group CEO at Eskim next year. He's currently the CEO at Tongard Hewlett. He was the group head of Capital at Eskim until 2015. He was then suspended. Testimony at the Zondo Commission showed he'd been suspended by people who wanted to implement state capture. They wanted to indulge in corruption there and... As I understand the testimony, they suspended Marukane because they thought he would stop them. Chris Yelland is an energy expert. As you know, he joins us now. Chris, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen, and to your listeners. There's a long history between Dan Marukane and Eskim. I'm sure, in fact, personally, it must have been quite a difficult history for him. Is he the right person to come back and try and fix the problems Eskim has? Stephen, I've been approached by about 10 media uh, to give comment on his appointment, and I have resisted and declined all of them. And yours is the first that I've responded to. But I'm not going to say whether he's the right person or not, um, because, uh, you know, in South Africa, as a recent uh, chairman of Eskom uh, told me a few days ago, uh, we have a disturbing habit of heaping praise in two situations. Firstly, when a pub- public person is appointed to a new high-level position. And secondly, we heap praise uh, when he dies, irrespective of the realities of the situation. Um, I'm going to let the facts and uh, the new CEO uh, speak for himself. Um, I think uh, it's wrong uh, to heap praise before a person has even taken office. Uh, He needs to be judged on his actions and his um, achievements uh, rather than on some glib words of a so-called analyst like me. Okay. Um, Eskim's been without a CEO for a a long time. Andrew DeRater left, I think, was it March, Chris? Then uh, he'd said he would go before then. When Marakane Mm. takes over, Eskim will have been without a CEO for a year. Has that been a problem? And I know um, Khalib Qasim has been the acting CEO during that time. And I presume um, as Morakane arrives, uh, Qasim will, I presume, retire from Eskim, I think. Well, it is a problem, obviously, because, um, you know, an interim CEO is actually not a leader. He's a manager to manage uh, the ship uh, whilst a new CEO is appointed. So he's not there to be a deep strategic thinker uh, or to look at the utility from the point of um, uh, you know, driving it to become a utility of the future. He's not there for his vision, uh, but there to manage the situation on an interim basis. So uh, to go without a year uh, with a leader uh, with the necessary vision and uh, the goal uh, for the long-term future of the company uh, is of course problematic, um, and it, it means that there's deferment of a whole lot of important decisions, um, no matter how well. Uh, and I think uh, Khaled has, uh, you know, handled it admirably in the interim. Uh, but he's not the CEO; he's the acting CEO in an interim management position. So the incoming CEO has been appointed, as I understand it, formally by the board of Eskom with the concurrence of the public enterprises, Mr. Pravin Gordon, uh, the minister, and uh, I suppose cabinet in the end, has signed off on it on Friday. Yesterday, the electricity minister, Khonsensura Makhopa, said he was welcoming Morakane to the position. 
we've seen in the past that politics uh, can play a role in these things. Um, and the energy minister, Greta Mantasha, can be quite important as well. Is politics still going to be an issue now for the incoming CEO? I believe so, yes. Um, uh, you know, uh, electricity is a sort of a, a seen as a social good. Uh, it is highly politicized. And uh, Eskom is not just a typical conventional business where the CEO can reinvent the company, its products, its focus, uh, etc. It is really uh, straight-jacketed and bound, handcuffed, you might say, uh, in the way it operates. And um, and the politics uh, plays a, a, huge, a huge role. And, and I'm sure that will continue. You know, uh, I think... Um, you, you know, government <laughs> learned a, a kind of a, a lesson about appointing uh, people like the writer who were perhaps seen as somewhat uh, uh, independent and visionary and forward thinking. Uh, and I don't think that's what government wants. They want a person who will do what they're told and, um, and, and uh, a party man, uh, you know, at best. Uh, so I think um, it's inevitable that CEO of, of, of Eskom will not have a free hand going forward and will be bound uh, by party and government. The other event that I think is going to happen uh, this week in the electricity space is the draft integrated resource plan, I think, is going to be uh, published. Uh, the timing is a bit complicated. It's the sort of last working week of the year. How important is that going to be? Well, look, the IRP, I suppose, is an important document, um, but it's becoming less important as time goes by because it, in the past, it has been very much seen as prescriptive. Uh, but um, going forward, and if you look at the new electricity draft, electricity regulation bill, uh, the, 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 the integrated resource plan uh, for electricity is going to be more indicative than prescriptive. And I think that's uh, an important uh, change um, uh, to be welcomed. Um, and I hope uh, you know, that that, act, uh, that bill goes through and becomes an act of, uh, of parliament. Um, but I do think it is important even to have an indicative IRP. It gives some direction um, uh, you know, to industry and investors and the country as to which way uh, things are looking, uh, you know, as we head into the future and gives guidance uh, to, to the direction that the country could take and the kind of investments uh, that, that are needed. Um, so I think we should have an IRP for electricity. I think it should be indicative uh, as opposed to prescriptive. And uh, I think, um, you know, the private sector and customers of electricity should uh, be given the flexibility uh, necessary um, and to become part of the solution and to make their own investment decisions. And I don't think all the power should be vested in uh, a backward-looking Minister of uh, Mineral Resources and Energy. Chris Yellen, thanks very much indeed. Do appreciate it, uh, the energy expert there. Strong views as always.